Hello, my name is Dr. Roy Fleischman, and I'm a clinical professor of medicine at the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center and a co-medical director of the Metroplex Clinical Research Center in Dallas. This podcast is sponsored by AVI U.S. Medical Affairs. Today, we will be debating the evidence that supports CNF inhibitors cycling or switching to an alternative mechanism of action if the patients with RA fail their first TNF inhibitor. I'm going to be presenting the evidence and my experience with MOA switching. Joining me to present the evidence of TNF inhibitor cycling is Dr. Janet Pope. Janet, can you introduce yourself? Thanks, Roy. I'm Dr. Janet Pope. I'm a professor of medicine at Western University in London, Ontario, Canada. I'm also the division head in rheumatology. I'll be talking about the data and my experience when we're going TNF to TNF as opposed to going to another mechanism of action. Thanks, Janet. I'm looking forward to our discussion today. I'm going to start by asking you a question. Could you describe the last patient with RA you treated who had failed the first TNF inhibitor and you cycled to another TNF inhibitor? Thanks, Roy. That's a great question. So just recently, I had a patient in clinic, rheumatoid arthritis, had an excellent response to her first TNF inhibitor. Then, unfortunately, she broke through over time. She had been on methotrexate, and we had stopped it. The reason, though, she had stopped her methotrexate is because she was contemplating pregnancy. So we obviously wanted to keep her off methotrexate, and we discussed, should we stay within the class or However, that's not all the patients I see. So I've had some patients, and by shared decision-making, after usually being a partial responder, secondary loss of effect, they say they'd like to try another TNF inhibitor. So Roy, I'd like to pose the same question to you. Can you think about the last RA patient where you decided to switch their MOA instead of cycling to another TNF inhibitor? Routinely, if a patient fails to have an adequate response to their first TNF inhibitor, I switch MOA as they are primary non-responders, and in my experience, less likely to respond to a second TNF inhibitor. However, if the patient has an adequate response to first TNF inhibitor for a considerable length of time, but then loses response, I may consider a switch to another TNF inhibitor. Jenna, today we're each taking a different perspective on the choice between switching and cycling. Can you kick us off by discussing the evidence that supports cycling TNF inhibitors? Roy, thanks for that. So first of all, TNF inhibitors in rheumatoid arthritis have been around for about 20 years. So personal experience, as well as a big depth of experience in the literature and throughout many patient profiles in rheumatoid arthritis, we've had good responses going TNF to TNF. There are many registries that have shown, including U.S. Coravitis, formerly known as Corona, and in other countries, there are registries that have shown you can certainly get a good response going TNF to TNF. And in fact, if we look at the ACR guidelines and recommendations, they're having conditional, not full agreement that after a TNF inhibitor, consider changing an MOA. So there is evidence to consider. And so, Roy, when you're making these decisions, what evidence are you using if you're going to switch a patient instead of going within class? There is emerging data that supports MOA switching. Patients who switch to a new MOA after the first TNF inhibitor failure have been observed to achieve disease targets after switching. We've seen 50 to 65% of patients who received another MOA, such as immunomodulators, IL-6 inhibitors, biologic DMARDs, and JAK inhibitors, achieve an ACR20 response. These clinical trial results of improved clinical efficacy with a switch in MOA were confirmed in multiple real-world registries 
including joint man and a Spanish registry, as well as a meta-analysis 25 studies with patients more likely to continue with a switch in MOA as opposed to cycling to another TNF inhibitor. Based on my clinical experience and the results of the randomized studies as well as the published registry data, I agree with the ACR guideline that conditionally recommends switching versus cycling. As you say, there are patients who will respond to cycling, but less than patients who respond to switching. While we have both presented data supporting cycling versus switching, we know that this choice is not always one or the other. Let's discuss which patients we see in our practice that may be a better candidate for cycling or switching. So Roy, you've brought up some really good points. And as I mentioned, there isn't a consensus in the literature. And until we have really good personalized medicine and know why a person is losing a response, I think we actually have a lot of options available. So what I try to do is personalize. It might be patient preference. It might be looking at their experience, the long-term safety. And it's certainly looking at access. I also look at comorbidities. If a patient has, say, high cardiovascular risk, has already had events, I might feel more comfortable going TNF to TNF. So, Roy, what's your perspective on this? Which patients do you think are appropriate candidates for switching? Jenna, I also agree with you that the reason for the TNF inhibitor failure should be taken into account, as I stated previously. Patients who are primary non-responders, whose disease may be driven by TNF-alpha-independent mechanisms, I feel are unlikely to reach the target treatment goal with a switch to a second TNF inhibitor and are more likely to achieve the target with a switch in MOAs. With that being said, there are situations in which cycling is in the best interest of the patient. Roy, I think we both agree that what's most important for our patients is obviously achieving the disease target, which is remission or when not possible, low disease activity. Thank you, Janet. We'll see what happens in the future as we have more information, and we'll see whether or not we can debate this again at some point. Thanks again, Janet. Thanks, everybody. We really appreciate that you've tuned in, and it's always a pleasure working with my dear colleague, Roy Fleshman. Thanks. If you'd like to learn more about TNF inhibitor cycling versus switching, there's a downloadable summary of some of the topics we've discussed today on the RoomNow Therapeutic Updates page. Thank you for listening.